0: Why would he come here at night all alone? An experiment. Another experiment. Our father, the mad scientist.
1: Don't call him that! Uh,
0: Come on, we're gonna go for a joyride. You've just made a wrong turn heading south onto strange highways. Enter
1: Death's waiting room,
0: if you dare.
1: And welcome to Strange Highways. I am Paul.
0: Hey guys, it's Terry here.
1: And I hope you enjoyed our conversation about a matter of minutes and uh, the Blue Move group and all of that. Uh, that was a lot of fun there and, and, and welcome. If you've not listened to that, welcome to the show for the first time. This is uh, strange highways and is an anthology, uh, podcast which we watch a lot of anthology stuff, including the twilight zone. We've covered the original series, all five uh, seasons and both, uh, seasons of the paramount plus Jordan Peele produced, um, series. And now we're in the eighties. Um, we're slightly past the halfway point. Um, yeah, uh, it's, I hope you hope you all appreciate the um the effort it took to make the last episode it was Herculean. You may not know it, the listen to it, but it took a lot to get done.
0: Yeah, no help with Ronald Reagan or anything. <laughs> like I mean, we did it ourselves. Yeah, damn it, right? It was
1: like power was flickering, like things like just. Internet was going in and out. Um, just it was a mess, but I think we, I think we pulled it off in the end. But yeah, hopefully tonight, uh, or whenever you listen to this uh, morning, afternoon, whatever. Uh, hopefully this discussion will not have as many hiccups as that. Um, so yeah, um, we're gonna go get into this right now. It is uh, the Elevator, Season One, Episode Sixteen, Segment A, Air Date January thirty first, nineteen eighty six. Um, yeah, uh, so. Uh, three days prior to this day and dates, uh, a big thing happened. And I'm, I'm going to ask Terry about this in a minute, his recollection of it. Cause I know he's a little younger than myself. Um, January 28th, uh, the space shuttle, uh, challenger, the disaster happened. It, uh, disintegrated 73 seconds after launch. Uh, and it killed all seven crew members, including, uh, school teacher, uh, Krista McAuliffe. Um, do, do you like, I know you're younger than, than me. Do you remember this when it happened?
0: I, uh, I guess fortunately and unfortunately I'm not like as aware of it as a lot of other people. Uh, I was born in 86, so this wasn't something that like I was oh. like cognitive of, you know? So I,
1: I, I forgot your birthday. So you were just existing in 86. You actually, you, no, you didn't exist yet.
0: <laughs> well, in, yeah. I mean, in 86, I, I mean, I, I was alive. And no, but this was January 31st.
1: So this was not, you were, you were. You were existing, but not out and about in
0: the world yet. So how would you know about it? Right. I didn't have a job yet. Uh, <laughs> so, in the government's eyes, I didn't exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's the state of Georgia. I couldn't own a gun and I couldn't go yeah. enlist yet. So no. 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 So I um,
1: follow me for not realizing that you didn't actually, you know, were like um, actively aware of things at the time. Um, so I will say that I I remember, so when this happened, I would have been uh, eight years old. Um, I would have been like, I think I was a second grade at the time. Uh, and I know the big deal was that with the space shuttle launch because of the teacher being part of it, everybody was stopping their lesson plans to show the launch as it happened. So I don't recall seeing it happen live on TV. I'm I'm sure I watched it. The two things I remember from, from that, that thing that happened was one, My younger brother was in kindergarten at the time. My mom actually got him out of school early that day to bring him home to watch the launch. So think about that for a second. That's frustrating and sad, right? And two, I remember like a day or two after having a moment of silence. Like we all stood up and had a moment of silence for those that were lost. Like this was a huge deal, right? And it should be, right? But it was one of those things that's like, this is like, you know, um, Oh, America, they could do no wrong. And we've all, we've been to the moon before and we're going to do this. And just like done. Right. Like it, it was just, yeah, it was one of those things where the whole world stepped back for a second and was like, this, this is just horrific. And it would, you know, shape things for quite a while because well, one, um, the idea of like a reusable, like uh, spacecraft, like, like that shuttle, um, like that was under review. Um, they eventually, after this one, uh, was destroyed, they, they, um, commissioned one more, I believe it was the endeavor because the space shuttle was supposed to be made for like reusable like times. Right. Uh, and it wasn't the shuttle that failed. It was the rockets around it. Um, but it was like, one of those things where it's like, maybe we got to rethink how we approach this. And There wasn't, I thought, I thought it was
0: yeah. actually the tile on the, well, Either way. No, no, no. You're thinking about, of, you're thinking, away.
1: you're thinking of the other one that, that happened later when it was re-entry like that. You're thinking about oh, like, um, okay. was it discovery that d- disintegrated upon reentry? right? That was like uh, late to- like early two thousands, right? I think that's what you're thinking of.
0: No, you're, you're right. Yeah. You're correct. I'm sorry.
1: Cause I was living in Cleveland at the time and I threw my back out when that one happened and I was stuck on my floor in my apartment. I only had like five channels and it was a spaceship spaceship. Spaceship in Spanish. Spaceship. Spaceship. Um, Portuguese. Spaceship. You know, <laughs> it was like, and I couldn't, I couldn't move because I just, my back was jacked and I'm just like stuck, like flipping through footage. I mean, again, uh, oh, what was me? Like a national tragedy was <laughs> unfolding, but I'm like, I can't move. And it's this tragedy on all channels. And sometimes it's in Spanish. Um You know, <laughs> <laughs> Your poor soul. Right. Like, oh, pity me. First problems. Damn. <laughs> right. Right. No, but like the discovery kind of yeah. to get this
0: man, better living situation. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, but no, if you go back and look in, like look into it, there was, there was a gentleman that like believed that, um, there was some issues with some of, um, their safety checks and he was like, no one would listen to him. And he eventually like left like the day of the launch <clears throat> because he was like, I don't want to be anywhere near this. I've told you for months. And then also it didn't help that, the day of the launch was like unseasonably cold, which added like further problems. So there was like this cascading issue that happened with the challenger that we were not aware of at the time. It's just that like, if there was like, um, if the eighties was all about like excess and like this grand, like idea of like the American like dream and like, you know, like Reagan and, and whatever. Um, this was like that moment of like, Maybe, maybe, you know, like just being confident isn't enough, you know? So it was a big deal. Um, and if people were alive during that moment, you, you know, that was a big deal. And like, you know, Terry, you, I misjudged your age again. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a bad, bad person when it comes to ages. Um, it's, it's like, it's not, it's not the same thing, but do you like, there's these uh, milestone moments in your life, not milestone, but like these mark, these bits that get burned into your existence, like, like nine 11. If you're alive, then you know exactly what you were doing at the moment. You found out
0: about the well, news of that. It's, it's kind of like, uh, like the living tree kind of situation where like the, the, the circles around the inside of the part of the tree kind of like is the, the barometer of how old a tree is. Yeah. That like that, I feel like that is one of those moments, um, um, not necessarily that I know that moment, but like nine eleven is like I know exactly where I was when nine eleven hit, and um, it was like it was it was tragic, obviously, and like that is the reason that we know why it is the way it is, mm-hmm. and even um, Columbine because I was in school. Yeah. Around exactly. Columbine too. So. I'd say
1: good call, but that's a bad thing. So that's a bad call. But yeah, I understand Like I was in college at the time when that happened. Yeah. I recall exactly where I was when I heard about that.
0: Yeah. So, so the blackout, um, again, and we're in the Cleveland area. So the blackout here was, <laughs> what was it? Uh, 2001.
1: It, it was a, c- a couple years oh. after nine 11, but yeah, I do. I remember that too. I remember exactly where I was at.
0: Yeah, I was at, I was working at a grocery store and our entire store blacked out. And we, the, the, uh, safety function of our doors was to not be able to open. I was like, so people are trapped in the store. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great safety. Like,
1: I like that. You're like, I've seen George Romero movies. I know what's about to happen now. Yeah, you know, no, you know.
0: I've seen the mist. I know what's about <laughs> to happen. <laughs> we can't go outside. People are about to get fucking, oh, sorry. Religious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, well, this what was the swear word? They're religious or the upward. Yeah, um, this
1: this episode is not PG thirteen, so
0: yeah. um. we only allowed one. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like I, no, I get that. It's like it burns its uh its time into into you. Honestly, yeah, like as a person, like it. You you realize who you were, what you were doing at that moment, and like how it changed you, and like I I mean. <laughs> It was a tragic thing, and I'm, I don't know. Like, there's no real way to like talk about it in this kind of context because I didn't see it. I don't remember it. But
1: it's kind of I know the effect that it had. It's equivalent to like the like, the disbelief of that when you saw the second plane hit the tower, right? You're like, yeah. Like at first you're like, what's going on? This is a tragic accident. And you see that second plane, you're like, oh, this is intended. And it's like the challenger was like, what's going on? Like, oh, it's like, there's that kind of like, it's just that, that, um, that trauma, that shock that goes through you. Right. So,
0: um, I, 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 we, we were watching in my electronics class as, uh, like everything was unfolding at the Pentagon and everything too. So like, I, I'm, I may have not been aware of this moment, but it doesn't make, uh, it doesn't make the the everlasting uh impact any less just because i don't know about it and like i can't speak towards it but here's the thing it makes people that much more aware and so when people piss and moan that they can't watch the shuttle loss or launch in uh uh in florida it's like boo hoo!" these people are trying to make sure that there aren't lives lost again yeah you know? like that like over and over, recheck, recheck, recheck. You just cover all your bases because we don't need another challenger, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I and mean, it's like, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, um, you know, even like I'd even go back like to Hindenburg. Like we we thought we were oh, smarter, yeah. right? Like, and then it turns out maybe we weren't. So, yeah, it's just this is a big deal. Like this was something like, so this episode exists uh, in the shadow of large tragedy, right? So yeah. that's like, and I think it's worthy of mentioning because again, like they're like we talked about in the original series, there was this touchstones too, right? Of like different things happening with like, uh, not, not the same thing. I'm not trying to, this is not the same thing, but we talked about some of the <clears throat> the civil rights things moving on where that was a significant point of history, which is a good movement forward, but there was a lot of violence and death there that it's hard to separate the, um, you know, the events of the day versus what was being broadcast as entertainment. Right. That, so I'm just, then, trying, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to walk that line without like, it's not, it's not, a, it's a false equivalency, but that, which is not fair.
0: Right. And, yeah. No, 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 no that's, that's completely valid. But, um, the, the thing I will say, um, to kind of bring a little bit more light to the day and date is on the actual date here is uh, January 31st of this year. Uh, well, eighty-six. That is, uh, Mary Lund of Minneapolis uh, was the first female recipient of an artificial heart. Uh, so, of a of a donor, like that's great. Like, like there's science like moving along too, and like saving an, another person's life. So look at in, you. In loss, we have. Yeah, <laughs> we have we have something here to look forward to. Like. The you know preservation of life too.
1: Yeah, look at look at you bringing some positivity there. Where I'm just like the challenge, and you're like, yeah, but heart transplants, yeah. Anyway, so but that's just kind of you know. <laughs> wait, CBS couldn't control the reality of what was going around when they're we releasing this stuff, right? But I think it's worthy because it's like I I think day and date is always it's always interesting when these things air because I like. Um, talking about kind of like, not the mindset, but like, what was going on when this stuff actually was on TV? Was it escapism? Was it unfortunately, you know, like too close for comfort, you know, like, so I think that's always, I think that's always valid. So, um, so yeah, uh, normally how I do day and day as I go through number one film, number one song. So now this, now this is going to come backwards here. So number one film down and out in Beverly Hills, um, you know, a comedy, not exactly doesn't exactly match the magnitude of the challenger and then uh, number one song that what that's what friends are for Dion and friends. So there we go. I kind of went backwards with that. Sorry, everybody, but the challenger was a big deal. And you know,
0: the, the, the yeah. song mirrors the movie. So like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. what friends are for. That's what I friends mean, are for. I, that is a, like a heartwarming story, uh, down and out in Beverly Hills. So <laughs> yeah.
1: So there you go. That's your day and date. And also, you know, heart transplant. So, um, yeah, uh, let's get into, uh, uh, who did what here for the elevator? It is a very large group of people. Um, just yeah. kidding.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, we'll try to we'll try yeah. to encapsulate it yeah. as quickly as possible here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so our director on this one is Ralph L. Thomas. Uh, one episode of the Ray Bradbury Theater. I wasn't familiar with his career. Otherwise, did you have anything else to bring to note? That's
1: all I have for him. So it makes me wonder like, did he really understand Ray Bradbury? And also I have a question for later about Ray Bradbury.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah there is quite a bit of questions here. Um, so, and then our writer on this is not, um, no other than, um, Ray Bradbury. So. so here's
1: my question to you. Does he understand how TV works?
0: ever? Probably not. I don't know. Like,
1: I, I just, I'm beginning to, I'm beginning to wonder either. He didn't give a shit and was like, whatever. I'm Ray Bradbury. I can do what I want. You know, like I, so Mike, my, my
0: I, question yeah. is, was this an adapted short story or did he write this for the show?
1: I don't, I didn't think like, my, my research, you know, which, you know, was just Wikipedia. Uh, because I don't have no idea like what this was like. So I can, I can speak to this though, that, uh, Ray Bradbury and the twilight zone have had a complicated history, which we talked about that during our episode what was the burning man. Right. Which was a Ray right. Bradbury a short story that was adapted. Um, it's been a, uh, love hate, a lot of hate. Cause I, I also think, and maybe that's also, I just, I don't know. Like, uh, Serling was always wanting to bring Bradbury into the fold, but then there were some like, miscommunications and, I could tell that they respected each other, but Bradbury is kind of a dick, um, which I'm sure. So sorry, people, that's the hot take Ray Bradbury is kind of a dick. Um, but you know, he was, the guy was a, a, uh, science fiction, um, American you know, writer that's like held up in high regard. Right. But then I don't know, is it, is it, is it possible that like you're, you get a little too high on your own supply and you don't care? You're like, oh, they'll pay me. I'll write this thing. But then I also think that the story here as a short, isn't that bad of a story. So does it fall at the feet of the director? But if that's the case, then they like, they would go on to direct an episode of the Ray Bradbury theater. So that if Ray Bradbury is like, I don't know, that guy messed up the elevator. Yeah, sure. You know, like, I don't know, man, like there's fault here. I don't know who to assign it to.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. Right cause there's a lot of problems with this, but I'm also beginning to think that Ray Bradbury just doesn't understand how to write for TV. Like, um, like I, either way he got paid. So I don't think he cared,
0: you know? So, you know, no, I, I, I can see both parts of those arguments and, um, I, I don't know. We'll get into it. And, yeah. uh, you know, so Ray Bradbury, Ray Bradbury, uh, if you don't know him, uh, look him up at this point. We've I mean, we've talked him about him plenty of times.
1: Like something wicked this way comes is a wonderful book. Like I'm not going to disparage some of his yeah, writings. Fahrenheit so, yeah.
0: 451, oh, like good book as well. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, if you went to high school, you probably know about this guy.
1: Um, <laughs> we well, we <laughs> talked about him I'm for what was it, a
0: distance on the thunder Yeah,
1: no, a distance on the thunder where like you know go back and shoot dinosaurs, but then that could cause Hitler's whatever. Anyway,
0: so yeah, sort of, yeah, kind of, sort, sort of, of yeah. sort of Hitler's. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so our cast. We'll go into, uh, I, I think this is pronounced, uh, Stefan, uh, Jeffries, right? Is my, am I, am I correct on that? Stefan?
1: Maybe. I mean, it's a pH, so it could be Stefan or Steven.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think it's Stefan. I, I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. I've met this gentleman before. Uh, wonderful human being. I, unfortunately, I, I, don't know exactly how he, uh, pronounces his own name. I, did t- I, t- I was like Mr. Jeffries. There he is. So yeah, he plays. <laughs> at, least, Will. at
1: least you didn't be like cause his his last name is Geoff, right? You didn't be like
0: Jeffries or
1: you yeah. know like Mr. Jeffries. Like you like you. At least you know you tried. So I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's, that's all I try. Um, but yeah. So uh, amazing stories. Uh, an episode of that. Uh, a Really ridiculous uh, horror film that was directed by Robert England called Nine Seven Six Evil uh check it out it's 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 a beer and pizza movie uh for sure but one of my favorite horror films of all time and definitely like the number one vampire film of, of what i love is fright night he's in fright night and he plays evil don't call him that uh, <laughs> i i absolutely adore that film and he's in that and he plays an incredible role in that so So, i don't know if you had here's my
1: admission i don't think i've seen fright night all the way through
0: good lord dude like like it's so good tom holland i like that i've uh
1: frustrated you like i think that's uh i think that's funny Oh um i know amanda Bierce is in it you know you got your marcy darcy in there as well
0: yeah um
1: you know you got your um uh uh, was it um rod roddy uh Oh shit. What's his name? Uh, Rod Rodney McDowell. Rodney McDowell. Right. Yep. In that as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, the uh uh Twilight Zone alum. Yeah. So.
1: He was in the um, they was it um they look like people? I think it was something like that. No, no, people are people are all um all people Alight. are like all everywhere. Something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's Uh, the one where he gets trapped on an alien planet, Uh, uh, alien, alien zoo zoo planet. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway, (laughs) people are like all over. I think that's the name of the episode. Uh, yeah. I I don't think I've seen it all the way.
0: I don't think I've actually seen it. You you have to watch it. Uh, uh, friend of the show, uh, Richard, he's probably listening right now and he's like, dude, what are you doing? Uh we yeah, need a whatever like we'll still be friends it doesn't matter. Turn 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 the <laughs> mic off. Just turn the mic off and it's like cuz there's only one way for for goodness right now and you need to watch right now. Okay. Um, fair <laughs> enough.
1: um so all right so with the talk about uh Mr. Jeffries a little bit further not to get too much into it the guy's had a, a troubled um um like filmography after some of the horror stuff he kind of like didn't have a lot of success did a lot of adult films. I'm not going to get into that here, but it looks like, um, he would come back to doing some horror films later. Right. So recently he's been like kind of welcomed back into the horror fold. So he's doing some more now. So not that, you know, you make your money. I'm not going to judge anybody who does who, whatever they do. Right. But yeah, like, you know, there's a stigmatism that gets attached to that.
0: And, but yeah, un- unfortunately, yeah. and then like, I mean, again, like wonderful guy, Got to meet him uh, when my wife and I went out to uh, Indianapolis for a horror film convention mm-hmm. and it was just, it was a delight to meet him. And he is so gracious to meet people and like hear their stories about how they got introduced to like, his career and that like really wonderful guy.
1: Yeah. So it just, you know, it just shows that like there there's times where the longer it goes on, Uh, people's appreciation of of, um, earlier works, right? Or like, like in terms of genre, like we're in a place now that we can celebrate more people's like work and they may not have realized like how much impact they had. So Mm -hmm. I think this is one of those cases.
0: Yeah, I actually think that was like his second um, horror con like appearance. Uh, I could be wrong about that and uh, don't crucify me if I am. Uh, It's, it's, the the guy was kind of early and like understanding like what he had done for a lot of people and their appreciation for horror but there was a decent line and just like people just kind of like cooing over the fact that you know like I, again like Fright Night is a huge uh, film for a lot of people that like are appreciative of the, the genre so to have this guy be there and uh, honestly it would be like as nice as he was mm-hmm. it was very very surprising it's like to see him and then also be all an alum for something or not a lot of those um those characters and slash like possibly uh the people that were a part of that cast are available to you know sign autographs really surprising so and oh, I, I, I know that now they're actually starting to do like uh there was a i think it was horror uh, there was a horror con out in jersey where uh there was like five cast members that's new. Like that was, that's like a recent thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it takes a while sometimes for these people to either like acknowledge their roots, you know, or to come around to realize that like as much as like certain genre communities can be toxic and cesspool, generally, oh, yeah. generally speaking that, you know, people, if they love what they love, they'll come out and support it and tell you why they love it. Right. And so like, and I think you and I are, we, we are, um, um, we benefit from having a a local, like, you know, um, you know, every six months, uh, convention here in Cleveland that does celebrate the genre. Right. And the people that show up there, I think like you can see like how kind people are, you know, in terms of the things they love. And so, you know, that, that's, that's good. I'm glad that he is like, you know, you did a thing. People love it. But people should like be one. You should know that people love the thing that you do, right? Like, and you know, make yourself available. I, I think it's a win-win. So good for him. I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that the community has been open to him and show that like, you know, his work matters. Maybe not this segment of the twilight zone, but fright night.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I now knowing that he was in this segment, i wonder how many people came up to him, but like, you know, remember when you did that twilight zone thing in 86, I um, would almost, I'd
1: almost say that he would bury it and be like, <laughs> like, can we
0: talk about my adult films? <laughs> That's a possibility. Yeah. It's a possibility. <laughs> can we,
1: can we talk about those versus this please? And thank you. you know,
0: like, well, oh. considering also he did not come back to the twilight zone mm. and didn't like, he did like 12 adult films. Yeah. That, that yeah. might be a thing.
1: It might be a thing.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. next year into our cast, uh, we go to Robert Prescott. Mm-hmm. He plays Roger. This is the brother of Will. Uh, he was in Real Genius, Spaceballs, and one of my favorite adult comedy films, uh, Bachelor Party.
1: We've talked about this before. I I love Bachelor Party. It's it is problematic AF, as the kids say, or yeah. as an F word, as Terry said earlier. That like we only get one. Um just <laughs> I don't know about that again. <laughs> just, whatever. I just I love how My I sign always, is up too. I I always try to keep everything PG13 uh with our talks. And I used to go and edit some of the stuff out, but I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't know anymore. F it, you know, AF it.
0: As as Wednesday 13 would say, I love to say F. Um, (laughs) Look it up. You'll know. So,
1: no, um, no, I just, uh, I love Bachelor Party. I've not seen that movie in quite a while, but it's one I've watched like a lot earlier. I'm sure if I go back now, I'd probably like, you know, grimace through some of the, the terrible things that go on. But there's bits in that movie I still I still think is a lot of fun and and if I recall r- correctly, he was the um, the gentleman right he was the suitor right for um, he was,
0: yeah he was the guy like a cross, he was the fiance during the crossbow yeah
1: no he wasn't the fiance yeah. he was the the jilted lover that was trying to break up the
0: engagement right between um, yeah with the uh, crossbow he yeah, was tra- yeah. he was trying to kill you're trying to kill Tom Hanks with the yeah. crossbow. Yes.
1: And they end up having the fight in the movie theater later that mimics the fight on the screen,
0: right? <laughs> right? It's so good. I man. just I, lo- I love bachelor party. Say what you will. I I I agree with Paul there are like some segments of that movie that like huh. Maybe the tone has changed quite a bit uh <laughs> in, in in today's yes. um, atmosphere, I guess.
1: Well, uh We but, are more actively aware
0: of things that you shouldn't do. Yeah. But, uh, my God, if you can kind of muscle through that film, it is, it's I mean, something to behold. I don't know.
1: There is a point in which they, um, you know, uh, get a donkey high on drugs and leave it dead in an elevator. So
0: that which is a reoccurring that, joke in Kevin Smith film. So just, yes, that, that's the thing too.
1: Yeah. But I would just say that like, if, if a, a dead donkey in an elevator, that is timeless. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I just I just want to say that like I love Tom Hanks you have to see this film if you're a Tom Hanks fan if you've seen if you've seen the Green Mile if you've seen like Mr. Banks like please watch. you're like you know what I like that guy in Philadelphia
1: what else has he done have you seen the film Bachelor Party that's
0: <laughs> uh, like this give you uh, it gives you a trajectory of like his career I mean he did Splash he did uh Money pit, he did, yeah. He, he did Joe versus big. the volcano.
1: He did, you know, he just, yeah, he was he a bosom, buddy. dragnet. One of his first appearances was, was uh, in, buddies, yeah. He was in taxi playing, uh, 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 Jim's uh, roommate. He was playing, um, oh, Jim, that's um, yeah, Chris, um, Back to the Future, you know, um, uh, the doc, um, yeah, yeah. um. I get Christopher Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd. He's playing Christopher Lloyd's roommates, uh, like a college flashback where like the, cause Jim was like the straight laced guy, but then, uh, Tom Hanks character introduced him to drugs. And that turns out that was what wrecked him.
0: Right. <laughs> um, so he's like the tweaky dude the entire time now. Yeah.
1: Because of Tom Hanks' character. And I remember <laughs> at one point in the flashback, he was like, I don't know if I can have these drugs or whatever. And the Tom Hanks' character is like, fine, I'm leaving and I'm taking this with me. And he grabs a lava lamp by like the top of it. And he goes walking off, like, you know, out the door slams the door. And then like two seconds later, he comes back and he's like, and he just sets the lava lamp down and walks back out again. Cause it's hot. It's really funny. Anyway,
0: this Tom Hanks the is say, the same yeah. energy that's harnessed in this movie. I think he has in the Davis, David S pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> <skit>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like no, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks is a
1: charming and like really funny son he's of a the national treasure. Yes. Yeah. But he's not in this segment.
0: He, he's not in this episode he's, of the twilight He's scene. not, but like, yeah. but uh, uh, Roger, uh, yeah. Robert uh, Prescott, uh, Robert, oh, Prescott
1: I, just, I just think that and you and I, regardless of, him. <laughs> regardless of recording or not, we need to sit down and watch bachelor party together. Like I think I would, just, yeah. Oh my gosh, he'd be a romp anyway. Yeah. yeah. I just want to mention though, Robert Prescott, his, his still working, but his last work, he did a lot of voice work. He has done uh voice work and uh red dead redemption Two And then red, De- red dead redemption online. So he's still doing work.
0: So I just want to mention yeah. that. Yeah yeah good for him man yeah. and then um so next here we have Douglas uh Emerson plays young Roger he was in some episodes of Beverly Hills 9- 90210 uh, and he was also in The Blob so that the Blob remake mm-hmm. side note but um and then next uh is uh, and next and last is a uh, Brandon Bloom Bloom I think yeah. that's how it, Bloom Blum, Bloom Bloom yeah anyway yeah Blurb. Blurb. Uh, Brandon Bloom <laughs> He plays a uh, young will. He was in colors and an episode of, uh, monsters, which we mm-hmm. talked about that series. I think we might have to dive a little bit oh, more into absolutely. monsters at some point.
1: We should, this was his first role. Uh, he was also married with children and in four episodes of highway to heaven. So there we go. Yeah. So, um, all right. So that, that's cast and crew. Um, and we've done day and date and we've talked a lot about Tom Hanks and the challenger, um, the disaster. Sure. Right. Uh, you know, Tom Hanks and Apollo 13, the, the film that was not the disaster that it could have been anyway, um, about a disaster that could have been. So Terry, I, I, I tease this to you before we started recording. I'm going to give you the devil's bargain this evening. This is the devil's bargain, um, for the elevator. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. Here's the bargain. Um, unbeknownst to you, I have, uh, I have watched this entire episode, all three segments of episode 16. Um, there are three segments. It is this one. It, the next one's called To See the Invisible Man, which we'll talk about next week, no matter what. And then the week after that is a comedy segment called Tooth or Consequences involving mm. a dentist. Um, I know this season of The Twilight Zone has been a bit of a rough ride. Uh, here's the devil's bargain. Either um, Do you want to pull the ripcord on this one? Or truth and consequences, the the dentist comedy segment.
0: I'm gonna have to say the comedy episode because this one I know we can blast through really quick. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it did. So, I, I like, for anybody who has not seen this segment, it is over in what seven minutes? I, maybe it, eight? like it's not long because you got the two
1: like the minute and a half, two minutes of the Twilight Zone intro. And then like, you know, 30 seconds to kind of wrap it up at the end. It's, it's very short. Um, so, yeah. but I also feel like there's not much here to talk about and I feel bad because I feel like, um, you know, I, I feel bad for, uh, Stephen Jeffries cause I do not like his character here and I don't think he was directed well and nothing. Like, it is what it is. Right. Um, but it's like, I don't, I don't, this segment is kind of useless, like, but I'll put it to you, like you know, run it through it. We're, we're, we're 30 minutes in, not that people care about time. Cause I mean, you know, it's, you know, we, we, we do a pretty good job of keeping things concise, but this is like not a long segment. And I think the periphery has more discussion than the segment itself. So Terry, please, I don't know if we have to go step by step through this because there's not many steps.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I think I can kind of. Uh, I like that you saved your um, your free
1: pass for tooth and consequences because, dear lord, you like. I'm glad. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but, but, but I feel like this is the pitfall that maybe yeah. where somehow I get lost and yeah. uh, something happens. I'm going to hold, like, I'm gonna
1: hold it to you in two weeks when you're like, I want to talk about tooth and consequences. I'm like, no, Terry, you made a choice
0: anyway. Continue. It's the elevator that <laughs> somehow. Um. Yeah. So, like, I think I can pretty much surmise this in like uh, kind of 60 seconds really. Uh, so we get Will and we get Roger and they are going into an area that is not very familiar to them but apparently their dad is some kind of scientist. He's been working on a project for a minute and it's to benefit the rest of the world. Like apparently their dad has some kind of plan to solve world hunger okay great but they've gotten out of contact with their father so i mean it's a little I, dif-
1: that's confusing right because they go to this factory that they've been to as kids right right and then they find out the father goes like because the younger one is like you know what he comes here twice a year checks on things and i don't like i don't understand why he was there that night but they're like, we gotta go check on him it's like well if he's been coming like twice a year and comes back what, like, wouldn't you wait till like the
0: next day? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But well, what yeah. also seems like Will has a little bit more uh, of an understanding or a relationship with their father, mm-hmm. and he idolizes, Roger kind of like yeah, he analyzes like the, the father.
1: Roger's the one that left, right? You could tell that he's the older brother. He left for a bit, comes back, and so like they're back together trying to find their dad. Uh, mm-hmm. But like this, this complex is one that they know, right? So at least there's that. But as they go in, like, because, um, what was it, um, uh, Roger keeps calling their father a mad scientist, and Will kind of bristles at that. Sorry, bristles, not Brussels. Like, Brussels sprouts? Bristles. Bristles at that.
0: He's from Brussels? He's um. from Brussels.
1: He's the muscles from Brussels. Uh, like, you know, anyway. So, but the whole thing is, like, they go in there, and they're like, oh, there's one set of footprints. Like, yeah, here we go. Going to this creepy place. And they go around shining flashlights, and they keep talking about it. But like, what, see, what, dude, yeah. here's
0: the thing, though, yes. too. Like, there has been an extended period of time where the, the, uh, the footprints could exist. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. It's like, there has been an extended period of time where nobody has been there. Then all, all of a sudden there's one set of footprints.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's why they noticed that like, they're like, Oh, there's one set of footprints. And then the older brother's like, well, it only goes one way. Meaning like if, if Dab was here, he didn't leave. Right. So then, um, yeah, they're just like shining lights around and like the set dressing and yeah. this is okay. Right. Uh, but they're talking about like, do you remember the time that like, you know, like they're basically, you know, you can tell that as brothers, they care about each other. However, with the older brother leaving, the younger brother's kind of been around to kind of like idolize and like talk up his dad's stuff. Right. And that's the whole thing is like, Oh, he's working on a food to save the world. Like a thing that is easy to produce and can feed everybody. And then his older brother's like, yeah, do you remember the time that dad almost blew up our house? And the younger brother's like, yeah, that was funny. I'm like, that's not the lessons to take from that. Anyway, like, it's like, what if our dad was Doc Brown, but like batshit crazy, you know, like.
0: And I, I, well, and I feel like there is a a parallel to, uh, back to the future in that sense of like, Marty is the guy who understands Doc Brown that much more. Mm -hmm. So like when he goes into the area that he's doing his experiments, he is the, uh, the person that is like bestowed that like, uh, kind of like, uh, okay. Like you're, you are the okay one. Like, um, you can come in, but no one else would understand. So they're all assholes sitting on the outside because they don't understand me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then also in that in that case, he's kind of like the audience surrogate to understand why we should care about what's going on. I mean, back to yeah, the future exactly. does it better, but this doesn't like the absence of the father, is what looms large over this, and it doesn't pay off. But yeah. Um, So, what do they find? What's what do they keep finding after footprints?
0: All right. So they find a giant rat first. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing is massive. Like it's about the size of a house cat, and it's a mean-looking. Would you would you call it a,
1: a rodent of of unusual size? Is that yeah what you,
0: yeah
1: for sure <laughs> an R U S. I, I just—I I, I was thinking back to the Princess Bride about this. Like, watch out for the RUS, like what rodents of unusual
0: size. That's what this <laughs> is. Yes. Yeah, uh, th- this is like video game size this, uh, rats. This is uh, grave,
1: graveyard shift size rats that we're getting into.
0: Yeah. Well, not not the biggest ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: you got to go further uh, down in the basement for those. Yes.
0: I, I'm, I'm thinking like Castlevania. Yeah, you know, like like these are right? these are so scary bofos. And then, uh, so then the next we get the cat, I believe, right? The, they, a, the they keep cat, finding the bigger
1: cat. and bigger rats, and then they find a cat that's supposed to be much larger, like a larger cat that looks like a panther. There
0: are some, there are some budget issues going oh, on. Oh, for sure. There,
1: so I put in here, mm-hmm. uh, I put cats of unusual sizes is what I put in here. Uh, and then and then they find a large dog that's just talked about that I couldn't see. <laughs>
0: they just yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, even, even the cat, like, that looked like it was like a mummified, uh, like leopard or something. Not, not leopard. No, uh, it looked like a cougar, like right? A, like, you know. Like a ju- Yeah. Like a cougar. Yeah. A mountain lion. Yeah. Yeah. So it looked um I know my
1: cat. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's just looked like a big cat. It looked like um like you know a cougar named Linda on a Saturday night. Anyway, so um you know, but the whole thing is as as they're like looking at all these animals as they're getting bigger and bigger, they're all dead and kind of like, you know, petrified. And like there's like mm. cobwebs and shit all over this place because it's an old factory, right? Like like you almost expect Vincent Price to come out being like, I have hands for you, you know, anyway. Like um, I, I have hands, but they're scissors, you know? So, um, and they keep hit hearing this like noise above them. Like, so like in, in hindsight watching the second time, it's like, Oh, I know what they're, they're hinting at the segment by itself like doesn't do a good job with it. But then they're talking about like, well, like if this, like what's going on and like, why are these keep getting bigger Then like, you know, the older brother's like, well, maybe dad's experiment to try to feed the world. This is backfiring. And then, like they keep talking. It's like, well, these animals are getting bigger, but they're dying. Like what's killing them, which is a reasonable conversation. You know what a more reasonable conversation is getting out of there. That's a more reasonable conversation. But anyway, so they keep looking yeah, like, especially
0: yeah. if you're finding uh dead animals all over the place. Like maybe it's time to just like, uh, call in, uh, like, I don't know.
1: Brad Duriff. Right from a uh, graveyard. <laughs> life, right? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, he'll bring
0: in some diet Pepsi cans. I'm like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what, no, it wasn't him with the slingshot, but yeah, it would be close yep. enough, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: <laughs> like, it be like. <laughs> no, it was the other guy. I'm yeah. sorry. It was, no. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy what, what happens. On the
1: job. Yeah. So. Got to go in there and be like, well, there's some, the rodents, you- yeah. <laughs> some rodents of unusual sizes. You got to fight. You got to use a, a big, uh, but, fire hose. Yes.
0: But I, like, I understand like they're, they're trying to figure out where their dad is. They're trying to, uh, kind of get a bearing of like, what's like going on around them while trying to find their father. But just finding all these dead things around him, then I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it, I mean, this isn't a killer car situation. Like, I also <laughs> felt like very, like, Christine vibes here. Like, <laughs> that's like, a car didn't do all this. Like, like, yeah. what happened?
1: I was getting, um, and we'll get to the end of this. I was getting like an alligator vibe, right? Where, oh these yeah. Ca- yeah. Like yeah. Just, where everyone's like, these things keep getting bigger, yeah. And it's like, what's your dad doing? Oh, some science shit. It's like, oh, well, why do all these dogs keep getting bigger? That like we keep fighting in the sewer. Oh, science. You know, so that's, that's what I was getting. Um, well, so doesn't
0: you know. matter. Let's jump in this pool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's just go in the sewer and find out what happens anyway. So alligator fun movie people check it out. Hell yeah. Uh, check oh, it's, out a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, eventually find a breaker box, turn it on, and then they find a large mass pink of pink meat or whatever. <laughs> that's when, that's when I was expecting this to take like, like a, a hard turn. Right. Because I was thinking, like, okay, their dad's gone, right? And then, like, all these things are dead, and this is weird. I don't know, man. I don't know about you, but I was getting this feeling of, like, they were stumbling across, like, their dad being, like, this, like, large monster. Like, it would have been, like, they poke it, and then him, like, you know, I don't know. Like, you just find, like, a large hand that comes out and just crushes them. That would have been really cool. I would have liked that a lot better.
0: Yeah, and I, I think there is a progression here. It's like, yeah. um, so we're having the animals, we're experimenting on them, then all of a sudden it's like, now we get to the uh, the human trials. Mm-hmm. Very, like, fly-esque. So, like, why not jump to a human while we can't find anybody else? Yeah. It's going to have to be me. So I felt that way as well. Like, I, I don't know exactly how that was kind of encapsulated in the scene, but that's what I felt like. I felt like, well, why can't we have the human now? Like, why can't we have like some kind of person just sitting there, you know, like, uh, I don't know, emaciated or something like that. Like or, or like, just bones. like,
1: or even the reverse of that, like an attack on Titan, like large muscle dude, you know, the, the skin on or whatever. It's so big.
0: Yeah. You yeah. Know, I'm
1: talking like something huge, but no, we get this big, uh, you know, whatever it is, these big, uh, you know, ba- basically I'm, I, I'm sure this is what they used to make McNuggets. You know, the, this pink meat.
0: <laughs> you know? Well, obviously yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you say it, the McNuggets thing, because that's kind of what like McNuggets look like. No, they're pink.
1: The, the, yeah. It's, 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 it's the pink ooze that they, they, they're like, oh, do you like pink McNuggets? Jack. Like they, they make them into shapes. You're like, yeah, but you're eating pink ooze. And I'm like, yeah, but I could put sauce on it. You know, anyway. So, yeah. yeah. So they see this and it's like, oh, this is, this is upsetting. And then they're like, oh, but we should go upstairs. Cause that's where our dad might be. And they're like, here's the part of this that just, you got to help me Terry. It confuses, it not confuses me but it's like why does this exist? They go over the elevator like it's like one of those old time elevators like with the gate that you got like the like you know the um Right, like know.
0: if anybody's ever seen um child's play. Yeah. There is there's, there's a, an like, elevator. It's like one of these that, like uh like uh
1: Blade Runner has one of these where it's like the um yeah. it's it does what do you call it? the scissoring gate where it, like it like it's a, it's like um, an accordion, right? It closes. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, we got to go over there, and so, they're, and they're like, oh, do you remember all the fun times we had in the elevator? I'm like, they're like, yeah, this is flashback of two little kids in this elevator riding. I'm like, or like why? Why is this seconds important? Seconds, why? So. Yeah, like, like also, if that's your favorite times as kids, you had a really horrible life. If like you know the moment like your happiest time was an elevator, you know. I don't understand that at all. Right. So, so they're like, Oh, kids
0: had it better. Okay. Paul.
1: Sure. You know, like, I mean, (laughs) I grew up poor, but I, I had more fun times than a goddamn elevator. I can tell you that, you know, like, I
0: I remember when you got a Nintendo. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that, that, that was pretty awesome. But I also remember, you know, um, sledding, or riding a bike downhill or, you know, anything else, you know, getting a hug from a parent that cared <laughs> anything, about you. I like you
0: anything else.
1: <laughs> anything, anything other than an elevator, right? Like, come on. Like, I don't know. Just really? That's your one happy memory together as brothers? I don't Just whatever.
0: Maybe they like to smoke some doobage back then. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <just, laughs> I have no idea. It was just very confusing and very kind of garbage, but then they go to try the elevator again. Right. So I'm going to leave it like, please here, Tell tell me what happens next, because this is one of the, one of the dumbest things I think I've seen in in all of TV.
0: So uh, they press a button and, uh, they are unsure that it's actually functioning at this point. So I press a button again and, and that's when they're still down memory lane talking about the elevator, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, they hear the noise that it's functioning. Then quickly and and I mean quickly, you can see what's going on. Uh, even though it's like kind of a bad image. Yeah. It's a bad image. It's oh, a it's really bad, bad image. Yeah. There you see what appears to be a giant spider crawling down the elevator shaft which is an open elevator shaft too and picks them up, carries them away. And then they drop the, the flashlight and then there are blood droplets that fall upon it.
1: Yeah. But even then, like they're like, like when the, when the gate swings open, they're like, ah, it's a spider because we would not know if they didn't say it. Cause the the whole thing is so muddy, right? It's just like, my God, like, oh, great. So the spider got big and killed everything or did it? I mean, there's webs all over, right? Cause I mean, spiders be spidering, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, all right, I guess that's what's going on. And that's the like, you mentioned yeah, I mean, that there, there
0: is yeah. a bit of webbing and everything, but it's like, it's not like um, a crawl. It's not like crawl. It's not like
1: crawl. Yeah. That's a good call. It's not the mist in the drugstore.
0: It's not like, uh, Oh God, what is the Harry Potter one where it actually appears god damn it
1: um you're talking about the chamber of secrets and i hate that you chamber actually, of secrets yeah, yeah.
0: I and hate, you've and seen you, it recently that's why i wanted mm-hmm. to bring it up i don't like that i know that but yeah you're right there you go um chamber, chamber of secrets is actually pretty solid yeah um i don't man but no. uh the, book is about <laughs> it. Um, um, the movie
1: yeah anyway i will say this about the harry potter <laughs> stuff it, it gets, like I like it gets giant
0: better. I like giant spider stuff. Yes, okay. I well, feel like this one is con- just extremely dialed in. Like there's not.
1: Yeah, if you like giant spiders, then the Chamber of Secrets is the Harry Potter movie to watch. I'll, I'll say that. How about that?
0: I'll agree with that. Right. Well, even in, um, the Hobbit. Oh, well, was the, it
1: Shelob? Shelob, whatever the name of that one is, that spider scary. Yeah,
0: the first uh, storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. I, There's I, also I,
1: a film from like probably 10 years now now uh, called big ass spider that I saw on Netflix. That's actually a lot of fun. It's about like, it's basically like it's big, like um, like big, large, like Kaiju level attack on a city mm. and it's a big ass spider. So that's the name of the film. It's a lot of fun.
0: It's surprisingly that's the name of the movie. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> they reach. I mean, it advertises what it is. You know, it's a big-ass spider.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I love this stuff. I love, like, big bugs. I love, like, uh, Atomic Age films are my bread and butter. If you want to talk about them or, uh, you know, like, Godzilla, like, there is a lot of really interesting storylines that exist in that that just you have to turn your brain off and just exist in that moment. This, I think they could have done a better job of just kind of, uh, executing like the story. And I don't know who, like, like you said earlier, like who does that fall upon? Is that Ray or is that, uh, RL Thomas, uh, Thomas that uh, the director of this, I, I'm not sure who that is. Yeah. I don't know. Cause it's like, I feel like with
1: a little bit better setup or some dialogue, I have, I have no problem with a like eight minute short. You know, like that's a lot of right. fun. We've had a lot of fun with it. Um, and I think if you can pull off a button and a twist, right. Like we're in, we're out, we're done. Um, as much as you did not like, um, oh, what was it? The one where it was um, the, the guy in the classroom talking to the devil. At least that was clever enough. and had an ending, you know? like it was, we, yeah. yeah,
0: it was clever. And it's yeah. like looking back on it, like I'm giving a little bit more love, but at the same point, like if, if we're doing a a comparison, I I feel a little bit stronger about this episode or story rather, uh, because you know, the, I mean, each episode it's so far, it's been three storylines. Yeah. I I don't know. Like,
1: I I, I think with this one, it's like, if they would have actually like peppered in more like, you know, we don't know what's been eating this. Like, what if, if, if even if they peppered in like, you have rats and cats and dogs. What if you found like an overly large cockroach, or something? You know what I mean? Like something to hint that like whatever the the dad was making um, was affecting everything. Like, well, what, what's that? Um, there was the one book, um, the Food of the Gods, right? That was implying that like. Um, you know, like science is making this thing that's causing everything else to get bigger, you know? And right. it's like, uh, that, that's okay. I think that's, I, I think it's perfectly fine. It's, um, um, you know, like, let's see here. I'm going to find the book this. Um, well, maybe I'm not finding the right one, but anyway, it's just, it, it there, there's the whole notion of like, you know, HG Wells, there it is. The food of the gods. Uh,
0: right? I, I love Wells. Right. Wells is great. Like, so, I mean,
1: Yeah. Like time machine. Hell yeah. Well, you know, it's like, so there, there's, um, you know, there was the the film. What was it? Uh, the curse was it? the curse part two that had, um, the weird, um, um, meteor that fell, uh, to earth. No, it was the bite. Sorry. (laughs) That that's the one with the snake. Uh, the original, the curse film, I think maybe was the one where like the meteor hit the, um, hit the, the, uh, the farm plot, and caused it to bleed out and cause like the vegetables to get big, but there was it just, there's something very upsetting about this. Right. And like, so I don't mind the idea of like nature run amok. Um, but it's just, I don't think this was set up very well with this to have that ending.
0: Yeah. it seemed more like a low budget, uh, haunted house. And yeah. like, I've been to uh, quite a bit of haunted houses in my past. Uh, I, Um, again if if listeners are unaware of who I am I'm a huge horror film guy I love horror I usually do a lot of like um, Halloween and horror centric things throughout my entire life (laughs) honestly Uh, I I see this being the low budget one the one that you pay like ten bucks to get in and it's like you're like all right. so you walk through and it's like whoa what's it building up towards and in the payoff, it's like, uh, yeah, that sucked. And I understand why it's 10 bucks. With that said, though, I think this is a, a problem of its budget more than anything else. Sure. And they needed to exist in a parameter that maybe, given a little bit more of a budget and, and maybe more of a dialogue in that, that they could have extrapolated more and like given more, um, uh, uh, uh of a, of a, a moment, more of a moment. No, this,
1: this is one that if you would actually went at 20 minutes with this and actually gave it a little bit more interplay and actually had them find the dad or something like
0: there's bones. It, here. Yeah. And like, there's something like, here. yeah. Yeah. The bones are like there, like, yeah. ex- especially not like, and I, I know sometimes we, as Paul and I talk about like, there's bones. Like, but this one has, in my sense, like a lot more bones than something that we've talked about in like the, the '80s version that I enjoy, that it, 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 my sensibilities speak towards uh, yeah. like so I mean, like, I know you're on kind of like a little bit more of the other side of the fence on this, and I, I understand, and but it's I'm giving this a little bit more of a pass.
1: Well, that's fair. Like, and I'm glad that we're divided about it because I think that, you know, shows that, you know, people can come up with different opinions of things. It just, I don't think that the ending is earned because it's not teased well enough. If you would have actually set it up a little bit better, I would be okay with it. I have no problem with like a, oh no, it's a monster, you know, ending. I really don't have a problem with that whatsoever. It's just... You know, if you have to shout out what it is, that means you didn't show me well enough coming through it. You know, like that's all like, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, just the idea is okay, like, okay. And maybe if there's a short story, maybe it played out better and maybe the teleplay is better. Um, I think the directing and, um, the budget, like you said, um, doesn't, doesn't help. Um, I also, <laughs> I'm also beginning to wonder, like we talked about this uh, a while ago when we talked about, um, what was it? Um, nightcrawlers, how like, like they talked about how they changed the airing of like the time. It was earlier on the evening than what was planned for. I'm really beginning to wonder if the people behind this version, the twilight zone really understood what they were doing. You know, like I feel like we're getting trolled. Like they're like, this is a good one. This is a good one. I'm like, they're like, well, we're going to blame the time that like, you know, that it should have aired later. Was it should it, you know, like this feels almost like this could have been a,
0: um, this could have
1: been an are you afraid of the dark story,
0: right? It could have been. No, no, I agree with, I agree with you on that, uh, opinion completely. Like this totally feels like an are you afraid of the dark, but that's my bread and butter when I was, uh, Probably 12, 13 years old when I started watching that
1: yeah, show. Yeah, that's fair. You didn't oh. experience the tragedy of the Challenger to really understand.
0: <laughs> 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 Forgive me,
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I know you prefer the monster I, I, stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. My leveling was like a Dawn of the Dead. So, uh, yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> I know kidding. my. I know where I'm supposed to be. Well, I'm glad.
1: I'm glad you came with this. is more more uh, favorable than I did. I guess my thing is like, I don't have a problem with a short segment. I don't have a problem with a sudden like downer ending. Just give like, give me a little bit more to hang on to. And I'm all in this. Didn't give that to me. That's, that's all like, that's it.
0: No, that's that's perfectly fine. And I understand your criticisms Mm -hmm. of it. The thing uh, I, at the very least, if it, did have like its shortcomings. At least it was a shorter episode. And it's like monster spider kills kids done. Yes. Moving on to the next one. The, the thing that I question is where does it go from here? Because in the episodes that we've covered in the past, we, the segments have not been strong enough to carry over to the next one or kind of cover what happened before that. So like, that's where I'm at now. It's like, I think this is a strong enough effort to lead us in to the next uh, segment, but you have done your homework a little early.
1: Well, no, 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 no. Like I I will appreciate. So, uh, two things. One, I feel like this is a choose your own adventure book that we picked the wrong page and we ended the book Mm. early. (laughs) You're like, Oh, flip to take the elevator. You're dead now. Anyway, go back to page 43. Um, no, like the next segment, it's more of a think piece. We'll get there when we get there. Um, I, I'm, that's all I'll say. Like It ha- it has its merits. It's definitely a different tonal shift from this, which is okay. Th- this episode, like episode 16 in full, feels like a Neapolitan, right? Where you got your chocolate and you got your villain and cherry. And you're like, I like this flavor. I like this flavor. I like this flavor. Um, m- meaning maybe you don't like cherry, which would be, you know, tooth and consequences.
0: I don't well, know. Anyway. Put, put, put a, uh, put a, uh, a, a tack in that because <laughs> I want to, I want to make sure that, that whatever this flavor is for me, that lines up whatever your flavor is at the end of all three of these. And we're going to, we're going to address that. Cause I, <laughs> I think we've already talked about like what I like as far as Neapolitan. Oh, yeah. 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 So
1: <laughs> well, I'll just put it this way, whatever, whatever you like this, this is a flavor you and I agree on. Just, you know, it's not my favorite of the three, but, you know. But we'll get there when we get there. I cannot wait. I just, I feel like now everybody's expecting to I feel you like now. right now
0: this is like pickled beets for you. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I, what? No. No, I, this one was okay. It's just, um, okay. All right. So it's like, okay, I'll, I'll put it this way. You really want Mexican, but you're like, oh, oh, I, I know you really want Mexican. I have this, like, Mexican restaurant down the street. I got you Taco Bell. And you're like, well, it's okay, but it's not like authentic Mexican. You know what I mean? Like it's okay.
0: It's still filled with spiders. So I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah. either way,
1: the uh, (laughs) people spoilers, um, the Mexican pizza is 80% spiders. Just, I don't know if you know (laughs) that or not. And that's why it's tasty.
0: (laughs) That's why you can't get it when you order it. Eight,
1: Eight legs to hold your hunger in place. Anyway, so, uh, so, yeah. Never
0: available because they don't have enough spiders, spiders. To They don't
1: have enough spiders. <laughs> like, oh, we need more spiders. Well, we only have so many. What about a millipede? That's too many. That's too many legs. Anyway, so. No. This one was okay. It's just that, like, like you'll see. Um <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Like I just, I always, I I know sometimes it's the journey, not the destination. I feel like this is one of those ones. It should be the journey and destination equal parts. It doesn't pay off like in that sense. I mean, but I'm not against like a short story of like, you know, oh, monsters, people die. Anyway, so that's, that's where I'll be with that. I think you and I land on different levels of appreciation. Not like there has been, there has been worse things we've seen. You know, I'll even put this in with like the talk about creep show. Some of those things were like, all right, that's what uh, happened. This is what happened. But at least that was short enough that it didn't overstay its welcome. So I'll say that. So, uh, any other notes before we get to that twist?
0: No, I, I, I don't have anything else, man. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. Twist rating
1: as always is one through five, one meaning we saw from a mile away and five meaning like we had no idea what was going on. I'm going to give this a five because it had, it didn't, that doesn't speak to the quality of the story, but I really legitimately had no idea a spider was coming down to get them. So I'm going to give it a five.
0: Uh, I'm going to have to go with five as well. Like, um, like it kind of came up quickly. Uh, like, I understand what they're trying to supplant and like the idea that like, the creatures are getting bigger. And it's like, but you went rat, cat, dog. It should have been spider, rat, cat, big ass dog. <laughs> like that's how it should have
1: worked. Or big ass dad. You know, I'm talking like you know, big
0: ass, big ass dad. Yeah, with the belt. Um, <laughs> it should be, yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was.
1: He like, would have still. been like, "Go outside and get a switch off a tree, you know, whatever." Like, "Oh no, oh Dad, don't do it," you know. Anyway, yeah. yeah. The,
0: <laughs> don't cry because uh, you don't know what crying is yet. No, I don't know. You're like, crying
1: now. I'll make you cry, son. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. It was. It, it was. A, I, I think it was a fun romp. Honestly, at the like, at the very least, you can have fun with this episode. Oh, for sure. Um, and I, I, I think if maybe there are some criticisms, they have to be a little bit more taken into mind that like this was a very short segment. So you kind of give it that little bit of like, you know, here it is. You're you're in and out. And then you're hoping the next one is decent. Yeah.
1: I mean the, the, the knowledge that like, well, the thing is that like the viewer at the time didn't know that there's going to be three segments, right? Right. Cuz you didn't know.
0: Unless the TV guy said that, which
1: I don't think they would. So And we're
0: probably still existing in that moment right now because there are a lot of our fans that are like tried and true, thank you for listening still. Um maybe have not really dove into what is the 80s version of the the Twilight Zone. And if 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 we can uh, give any kind of like compliment to this any kind of a recommendation, check it out. Like this one is kind of like it is, it is what it is. And I know Paul's on the other side of it, but it's a, it's a fun little romp. And then you move on to the next one. And if, if you're still there afterwards, you can thank me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just watch it. Just like you could, you could do worse with less time, you know, like, or, you know what I mean? So yeah, just, it's fine. You know, like just, it is what it is. So that, yeah. So, um, uh, Terry, with you saying like you're talking about the listeners and watching it, I think that will fold into, uh, perfectly into everybody, uh, find us on uh, Facebook, everybody. everybody, uh, like find us on Facebook, strange highways. Um, we are posting, uh, images like all the time. Uh, it, you know, with the sort of short segment, I had to struggle to find some images, Terry, but you'll, I hope you appreciate what I found. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, email us directly at strangehighwayspodcastgmail.com with your thoughts, feelings about the segment, uh, let us know on Facebook as well. It'd be great. But wherever you find your podcast, rate and review us. And if you enjoyed the conversation and, um, you like just uh, you know, two, two, uh, idiots talking about the twilight zone and by two idiots, I mean me twice and Terry, not an idiot. Cause he is a, a wonderful human being. Um, let everybody know like the more the merrier. I know the podcast space is super, super full. Uh, we're not a true crime podcast, so I guess that disqualifies us for like 99% of the people. But if you enjoy it, let other people know. Um, you know, I, I love the community in terms of like, um, you, 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 the person, you're the third person here, you know, uh, you, you're, you and you're looking good today. Is that, is that a new shirt? We appreciate it. I don't know what that means, but you know, you're looking good. Like, did you comb your hair today? Good on you. Like, we appreciate it. But yeah, uh, let other people know. And we appreciate that. And Terry, how can people find us otherwise?
0: Uh, we're on Instagram. Uh, we're still doing our thing over there. It's uh, greatly appreciated that you will follow that, share the images. Um, and like, we're doing this just out of pocket. We're not trying to make any money and um you know like because that's the, the most thing. profitable
1: way to do a podcast is to not make any money yes
0: yeah I and mean, like we're,
1: yeah. we're basically crypto a podcast we're out there <laughs> like
0: <we're laughs> the, the crypto yeah if you actually did think you were going to make some money off of it yeah, you're you wrong instantly yeah. yes <laughs> um but not like paul and i are doing this as a love of labor like it's like or labor of love actually that's how it's pronounced yeah um It's important to us. uh, Really, if you guys can share this, if if you can give us a rating, like Spotify is really big for us right now. Uh, We haven't had enough to actually build an algorithm over there. If you can do us a great favor and just kind of rate it, even if it's one star, like (laughs) that builds towards an algorithm. And I I understand, like, there's a lot of people that maybe don't think our podcast is that great, perfectly fine. You can you can give us feedback too. That's that'd be, that's part of all of this. Like we we want to be better. We want to be a better podcast as well. But we're two friends that love the genre of you know Twilight Zone and anthology and horror and sci-fi, and we want to continue to make this better for you as a discussion. We want to include you too. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So yeah, I, I again I think it's always more fun. So yes, uh, please. Uh, join in. And so in the meantime, uh, let's just get to what we're uh, covering next. And now, Mr. Serling. So next episode is uh, season one of the 80s Twilight Zone, uh, episode 16, segment B, to see the Invisible Man. Uh, Terry has not watched this one yet. I can pr- I can promise him that it is um, more significant than the one we just talked about. And I, Terry, I know you're frustrated that I've uh, watched ahead, but you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm like, I should watch the next episode. I'm like, I'll watch the other ones. I'm like, it's, it's my lunch break. I'll just get through it. You know, like, and, but I also feel like, um, I'm, I'm taking care of you. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I want to make sure Terry's, okay. <laughs> I want to make sure Terry, like, you know what I mean? Like just anyway. So, uh, to see the invisible man, Uh, I have my thoughts already, um, but I will not share them with Terry because I want to get his thoughts next week. So that's going to do it for us this week. Everybody have a good week. Have a safe week. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Um, Don't go into factories that are dusty and full of, like, dead animals. That seems like not a good call.
0: Thank you for Paul and doing his recon, but watch out for that pink meat.
1: Must have bred it here.
0: Yeah, or maybe he fed it, and it grew.
1: What could you possibly feed rats and cats so they'd grow this big?
0: Arby's, we have the meats. (laughs) You motherfucker.